Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. This is AudiHD, a podcast meant to educate the masses on AudiHD and women and to educate us women on how to live a fuller life, whether clinically diagnosed or not. I'm your host, Ashley, a professional AudiHD. In today's episode, we have our third listener story from Reddit user I Got Hit by a Hockey Puck. For more information on autism and ADHD, feel free to visit our Instagram at AudiHD Podcast where we will be getting a bit more intimate about what it's like to live with AudiHD. If you're looking to find more like-minded people, please head over to our Facebook group titled AudiHD. And if you want to send in your personal story to get read on the podcast, send it over to AudiHDpodcast at gmail.com. Now, before I forget to record and you get bored, let's crack into it. Get ready because this is long. So it started before my 16th birthday, I think. One of my friends mentioned they had ADD. I didn't know what it was, so I asked if they could explain it to me so I could maybe understand them and their behavior better. They agreed. And while they explained it, and I finally felt understood, it explained everything, all of it, everything I had ever struggled with, all the feelings I had felt. The procrastination that felt like I had no control over, the mind that never seems to shut up, and constant overwhelm for me the lack of concentration I always seem to feel, the struggle of just starting a task even when I want to do it, never being able to make homework, never being able to get myself to study for tests because my brain will either not let me start or just won't comprehend any of it. Right around that time, I wanted to switch levels. In the Dutch education system, there's different levels of middle school, high school education. It's based off general intelligence. I was in the highest, second to highest, depending on how you count, because of my aforementioned struggles, I was under crazy amounts of stress and pressure. I couldn't keep up no matter how badly I wanted it. No matter how many times my dad screamed at me, yes, I had to deal with that too, I couldn't seem to do it. I always felt broken or weak, incapable even. I didn't get it. Why was everyone else able to just do it? Everyone except me. So when my friend told me about ADD, ADHD, I finally felt understood. It was like everything fell into place. Everything made sense. Anyway, because I wanted to switch levels, because I was a smart kid who should be able to do the level I was on and was struggling so much to keep up, they got suspicious or something. They wanted to know why I was so unmotivated. Their words, not mine. So they got some kind of professional involved. I talked to her and told her my suspicions regarding ADHD. She made me fill in some questionnaires, one of which looked kind of like it was maybe for an ADHD diagnosis. It was not. It was about motivation, which doesn't really make sense because a lot of them didn't have jack shit to do with motivation. I was thinking, maybe I misremembered. Maybe it truly was just about motivation. But holy shit, I just found the questionnaire again. It barely has anything to do with motivation. This is ridiculous. Here's the first 15 translated. I struggle to sit still. I start things without having the right materials, like when cooking or making homework. My reactions tend to be out of proportions, even about small things. My work environment tends to be messy. I'm often unaware of the consequences of my actions and how it makes others around me feel. I struggle to finish big projects like reports or papers. I get upset when plans get changed. I annoy others. I can only concentrate for a short while. I have anger issues. I tend to lose things like keys, my phone, my wallet, or homework. 
If my actions annoy others, I tend to only notice, so when it's too late to do anything about it. I struggle to finish tasks. Unexpected changes, like having a different teacher, upset me. I struggle to wait until my turn. They fucking lied to me. This is very obviously screening for multiple different disorders, like ADHD and autism. How immature for a bunch of adults to lie to a 16-year-old about these kind of things. They told me it was for measuring motivation and performance anxiety. Man, this is making me feel strongly about this again. Back to the story. I scored very high on these questionnaires. I was like in the bottom 5% of both performance anxiety and motivation, which didn't surprise me whatsoever. I literally laughed at those results because they make so much sense. I'm basically the embodiment of anxiety. The lady told my parents and school and the diagnostic process was started. They told me they were going to look for autism and ADHD, but they were going to look for autism first because they were of the opinion that diagnosis fit me better. They asked if I was okay with that, and I replied, as long as we eventually do a diagnostic process for ADHD, I'm fine with doing autism first. I was trying to be the reasonable, responsible kid. They seemed to agree with it. However, months later, I have an autism diagnosis, which yes, makes sense, but I still don't have an ADHD diagnosis. We still have regular appointments for me and my parents to learn about autism and how to deal with it, which those were kind of stupid and not really useful whatsoever, but that's a story for another time. So I decided to finally mention it again. I was trying to hold it for as long as possible because I don't want to look like that person who's just laser focused on their own ideas and ignores others' valid arguments. Once again, me trying to be mature and trying to make myself look better among the adults because, well, children aren't taken seriously. Silly children thinking they can reason and be rational. What a joke, am I right? They follow my question up with, what do you mean? I reminded them of my one condition to doing the autism diagnosis first. They were oblivious. Somehow that was not relevant enough to be written down. They wrote down everything constantly during the entire process. How did they not write that down? But anyway, I tell them I want to get that diagnosis done because it's very important to me. And they have the guts to tell me this. Yeah, we don't really want to do it anyway because it's basically a case closed. We know what's going on. I kid you not, they said that. They really did. This absolutely infuriated me, but I contained myself and my emotions because once again, I want to be taken seriously. I told them that although they may consider it a case closed, I certainly don't. I still don't have an answer as to why I struggle with concentration, doing any kind of task, and my impossibly loud and annoying brain, among other things. They told me it could be explained by autism. Now, at this point, I had hyper-focused on autism and ADHD for months. And I told her that although they could be explained by autism, it didn't make sense in my case. Why? Because struggles with concentration for autistic people would likely be due to sensory distractions like noise. That's not why I struggle with concentration. I can live with background noise just fine as long as it doesn't get too bad. I struggle to concentrate because it doesn't catch my interest. No matter how hard I try, if it's not interesting, I can't listen. I don't get the stimulation I need to be able to do that. Which, you know, makes more sense for ADHD. I tried to tell them that without sounding like a know-it-all, but I'm afraid that was impossible to avoid. But I managed to convince them somehow. They had to discuss it with some others. They agreed as well, but they were all very visibly against it. 
They all showed big signs of thinking badly about the fact I wanted an ADHD diagnosis. They asked me a few questions before it happened, though. What'll you do if it turns out you don't have it? My answer, well, that'll be really awful because it means I'll feel like something's wrong again. Like, I still don't know what's going on, but I'll have to deal with that and move on. In all honesty, I knew that wasn't completely the truth. I wasn't just going to move on and deal with it. I knew I'd want a second opinion, especially after seeing how they were acting before the process started. They seemed biased as fuck. They were trying to really make it clear they didn't really want to do it. They made me feel and sound like a toddler throwing a tantrum over wanting to eat ice cream before breakfast. Well, sorry I care about my mental health and want answers to questions I've had my whole life. This isn't fucking ice cream and I'm not acting like a toddler. The real child here is the person trying to make a kid feel like they're wrong for seeking help and advocating for themselves. That's the true immaturity in this story. They did the diagnostic process, the part with me, the part with my parents, and the part with one of my teachers. Results? They said I didn't have it. I cried because I'm a very emotional person, which made them feel even more smug because, see, she doesn't even want to hear the truth. She just wants to hear what she wants to hear. Which in turn really pissed me off and made my emotions get even more out of hand. They asked me if I wanted to leave, but in reality, it was more like them kicking me out of the appointment because I was too emotional. And it somehow gets worse. Before they kicked me out, they tried to blame my reaction to me being autistic. They tried to both weaponize my diagnostic against me and sprinkled in some infantilization as well, saying stuff about how my reaction was out of proportion and I should just calm down. Gee, thanks. Didn't think of that. That last appointment was truly awful. Maybe even traumatic, to be honest. That really fucks with how I feel about the mental health system. Even the people working in it won't take your problem seriously. And if they won't, who will? Here's another kicker. The teacher they interviewed for diagnostic process was my mentor. Every teacher is assigned a class of kids, which they are in charge of. They make sure stuff gets done, you could talk to them if you need help with something you don't have power over, etc. Now, here's why that's a bad thing. She's not only an art teacher, but also the biggest optimist I have ever met. She will not acknowledge subtle issues because she will not consider something a problem until it is absolutely abundantly clear. Example, in the diagnostic paper, she mentions that I always do my work during classes. I've not done a single thing during any of her classes. I was on Reddit pretty much every single class. Every time she comes over, you just pretend for a second and then you go back to Reddit. I wasn't even hiding it well. To most teachers, it would be glaringly obvious. And even if she wasn't an optimist, she's an art teacher. She does not get to see the struggles my teacher or history teacher see. Like, of course I can pay attention in art class. It's art class. You give a five-minute explanation and then you just get to work. I don't have to sit through 50 minutes of lectures while taking notes of all of it. That is in no way comparable. I think that was about all. Might have forgotten some things because it's such a long story, but this is the gist of it. I'll edit if need be. Sorry for the long read. It was a long period of time. It started way back in January of 2021 and ends somewhere mid-2022. I want to give a huge thank you to I Got Hit by Hockey Puck for sharing their story and being vulnerable with it. That truly sounds like all of our worst nightmares. And I hope that you eventually got your diagnosis and that you are thriving. And I hope that you never have to go back to those people 
and interact with them again. That's truly the kind of trauma that none of us want to deal with or have to go through. But I feel like at some point during our diagnostic process, we all eventually end up running into. Thank you all for listening and I can't wait to talk to you next week.